Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of Yeah, I Said It. And as always, the program is hosted by yours truly, Lance Williams. Before we jump into the program, I want to give a big shout out to Jeff Hartman, the co-editor of BehindTheStillCurtain.com. I guess Jeff is the main editor and Dave is the co-editor. Big up to Dave, the oracle of BehindTheStillCurtain.com. Jeff is also my co-host on The Standard. Is The Standard and The Homer and The Haters Show. Big up to who's bad? Brian Anthony Davis. And big up to Tony Defio, the outstanding podcasters on BehindTheStillCurtain.com. Also, if you want to contribute to the program, please hit the like button. We're trying to get to 7,000 by my 50th birthday. So if you guys want to give me a birthday present, my 50th birthday is on June 18th. Please subscribe to the show by hitting the like button. And also, I want to encourage you guys to hit the dollar sign in the quarter of your screen if you want to Put your question at the top of the queue. We'll get to that. That is totally up to you. Uh, You guys work hard for your money. And if you give us some of it, it is much and greatly appreciated. The title of this program is, Yeah, I Said It, The Steelers Should Mortgage the Future for the Present. Now, let me explain that. Now, typically as Steeler fans, that that phrase would would cause us some consternation of dipping too far into the future draft draft assets so on and so forth to mortgage out for the now you know because the steelers have historically been a team that builds through the draft they identify their own talent once they draft it they resign it that that's how they roll that that's the steeler way but Let me give you the reasons why the Steelers should mortgage the future for the present. When you arguably have a Hall of Fame quarterback, Hall of Fame GM, and coach, and when the QB who's a Hall of Famer is long in the tooth, you have to be in complete go mode. And you have to mortgage your future for the now. The odds of having all three pieces at once and because in the next two years, you could not have any of the pieces. Ben only has two years remaining on his contract. Kevin Colbert is year to year. And I know it. It hurts when I say, it hurts some of you guys when I say that Mike Tomlin is arguably a Hall of Fame coach. He's in the last two years of his deal, I believe. His deal is up the same as when Ben's deal is up, and I believe that's in 2021. Correct me if I'm wrong on the live chat. So when you arguably have a Hall of Fame quarterback in the last lap of his career, a Hall of Fame GM, and a Hall of Fame coach in your building for a limited amount of time, two years. Because I think at the end of those two years, all three of those players or or, or people will not be in the building, be it the quarterback and, and, and the coach and the GM. Because of that, 
You have to mortgage the future for the present. The Steelers have to be in complete go mode. Kevin Colbert, Mike Tomlin, they have to put their foot and pedal to the metal. Now, I also want to say this because, sure, it was one throw. But I'm going to guarantee you, they knew more about his health than we did because they're in the building. They're getting the reports. They they want to be coy with you guys and say that they were shocked that Ben threw a football. They weren't shocked. When you hear Kevin Colbert's tone and talking about Ben Roethlisberger and his rehab, he feels excited. He said, in fact, that they thought that Kevin Colbert would be, excuse me, that Ben Roethlisberger would be better than ever. So they have to go in complete go mode because there is no guarantee moving forward that you will be set up to have a Hall of Fame quarterback, a Hall of Fame GM, and a Hall of Fame coach all in your building at the same time. With that being said, look at the track record when it's been all three. Super Bowl and another appearance in the Super Bowl. The success is there. Now, to Ollie Howard, Species 5618, he says, Lance, next year maybe, but it's harder to make noise in the draft without a first-round pick. So when I say mortgage your future, I mean dip into draft assets in future drafts to move up into the first round if need be. When I say put your pedal to the metal and be all in and mortgage your future, I'm saying do whatever it takes to try to get that seventh Lombardi while you have those three principal figures in your building. So whatever paradigms, whatever strategies that are normally the Steeler way, throw that out. It's got to be like T.Y. said, all in. Pedal to the metal. B slash LLS to the walls. I don't want to say the, the complete phrase because kids might be watching, but it's got to be all in. Because once Ben leaves the building and or Tomlin or any combination of the two, you're in rebuilt, you're in rebuilt mode anyway. And you don't tiptoe in rebuilt mode because you go all in if it doesn't work and you stink after either one or the two or combination of them leave. Guess what you get? A high draft pick to start the rebuild. Steeler fans are built for it. Steeler fans are built for tumultuous time I, well let me not assume older grizzled Steeler fans from the north side are built for the long haul some of you young Steeler fans aren't necessarily built for the long haul and, and, and let me just solidify my thought and let me just back up what I'm saying about you having a Hall of Fame quarterback, Hall of Fame GM, and a Hall of Fame coach in the building. And when your Hall of Fame quarterback 
Your franchise player only has two years left. Your Hall of Fame coach only has two years left. And your Hall of Fame GM is year-to-year, signing year-to-year deals. Let me just give you some numbers to validate what I'm saying. Ben Roethlisberger's quarterback record is 144-71-1. Playoff record, 13-8. Two-time Super Bowl winner. 31 comeback victories, 42 game-winning drives. Let me just say that again. 144 and 71. Two-time Super Bowl champion, 31 comebacks, 42 game-winning drives. Now it appears he's healthy. Yes, I'm jumping the gun some. But why would you not go all in? And as Ali Howard Species 5618 says again, triple threat, Hall of Fame guys. It is possible for the Steelers. It may never get better than this moving forward. Hall of Fame franchise QB. Hall of Fame coach. Hall of Fame GM. Bionic Big Ben. 144 and 71 and 1. Two-time Super Bowl champion, 31 comebacks, 42 game-winning drives. Like Chris Lott said, you younger cats do not want to know what the 80s were like. It was bad. And it and it was fine. And it was fine that it was bad. Because at that point in time, what did they have? They had a Hall of Fame, they had Hall of Fame guys in the front office. They had Chuck Noll, and they had Terry Bradshaw in a Hall of Fame defense. So what did they do? They went all in. And Mr. Big said, get Big Ben a stud back like J.K. Dobbins. I wouldn't be mad at that. Um, I, I can't remember the name of the kid from Wisconsin, but there was a kid from Wisconsin that went out and ran a 4-4-1. He was flying at the Underwear Olympics in the combine. So let me give you... Kevin Colbert's numbers. Let me give you Kevin Colbert's math, as they say. And thanks, Brad Jewett. It's Jonathan Taylor. He was rolling. He was absolutely rolling. Only thing about a Jonathan Taylor is, does he have too many college hits on his body? But he was running. I mean, that kid was out the gate. I mean, he was running like the cops were after him. He was out the gate. Let me give you Kevin Colbert's rundown, his math, as they say, his stats. His resume after being with the Steeler organization for the last 20 years. You want to know what his record is? 205, 113, and two. Let me say that again 205, 113, and two. 200 victories. You couldn't, the Cincinnati, it might take the Cincinnati Bengals 40 years to get 200 victories. Just put that in perspective. It might take the Cleveland Browns 300 years to get 200 wins. I'm just saying. The man is 205, 113, and two. Two Super Bowl championships. Three Super Bowl appearances. 12 playoff appearances. Nine-time division winner. And let, let, me, let, me, let me look at this little, this, this article that I, that I was talking to Jeff and Dave about. Let me just list 
some of the guys that he's drafted. And this is why I also feel confident about going all in. It's because Kevin Colbert in his 20-year, the time that he spent with the Steelers has demonstrated he can find great value in the draft. And so I want to give a big shout out to Ed Bouchette of The Athletic who talked about Kevin Colbert's 20 best draft picks. I'm just going to list them in the order that Ed Bouchette listed them. You guys can argue about it. It might be a great topic for Jeff tomorrow that's doing the burning question. Maybe you guys should ask Jeff, who does he think Kevin Colbert's best draft pick is? So let me go from 20 to 1. 20, a tie between Willie Colon, fourth rounder, and Kelvin Beecham, seventh rounder. Very quality, quality players. If they could find another Kelvin Beecham, they'd be solid in the seventh round because that's one of the needs, I think, is they got to get younger at the offensive line position. Number 19, Willie Gay. We all love Willie Gay. Big play Willie Gay. That's all I got to say. Y'all got the rhyme scheme, right? Let me just break it down for you. Big play Willie Gay. That's all I got to say. I got bars. I have better bars than Mr. Butt Naked and Rob. Big play, Willie Gay. That's all I got to say. See, I, I did it for you three different ways. Number 18, Mike Wallace. I mean, he led the league at one point in time, 19.4 yards per catch. Mike Wallace caught 234 passes for the Steelers, averaged 17 yards a catch. We all know Mike Wallace put in work for the Steelers. Number 17, Clark Hagens. Solid guy. Solid booking outside linebacker to go with the stars. Solid guy. Number 16, Larry Foote. We all know Larry Foote's work in that defense in the interior. Solid player for years. San Antonio Holmes, Super Bowl MVP. The catch. The Steelers catch. Number 14, my guy, Max Stark, spin to the program. Third round draft pick drafted in 2004. The same year as Ben Roethlisberger, two-time Super Bowl winner, starting tackle on both right and left tackles for both Super Bowl championships. Brett Kiesel, seventh rounder. Number 12, Ike Taylor, fourth rounder. Mr. Butt Naked and Rob, Le'Veon Bell, second rounder. I'm, I'm going to keep giving you these names. This is showing you that if you want to go all in, maximize the draft, give up some assets, to strike while, while it's hot. Um, number nine, David DeCastro, first rounder. Number eight, Casey Hampton, first rounder. Cam Hayward, first rounder. So you see he's hitting in the first rounder. That might be why the Steelers need to sell out to get into the first round and sell out everything now, mortgage the now. You know, excuse me, mortgage the future for the now. So... So I got Casey Hampton, Cam Hayward, number six, Antonio Brown, Mr. Third and Fifth, Gummy Richards. Outstanding draft pick production out of this world, six rounder. Number five, TJ Watt, another slam dunk first rounder. Heath Miller, another slam dunk first rounder. Marquise Pouncey, another slam dunk first rounder. Number two, Ben Roethlisberger, another slam dunk first rounder. And last but not least, according to Ed Bichette, in his opinion, the best draft pick ever by Col Kevin Colbert and his tenure with the Steelers, Troy Palomalo. I can't argue with that because Troy got a gold jacket and we all know Troy's work. First ballot man. 
got into the Hall of Fame a couple of weeks ago. We all know what Troy's work is. Just go to YouTube if y'all not familiar, and you can go see Troy get busy. So when you want to, so if you're going, so if the prospect is mortgaging the future for the present, you've got a Hall of Fame guy in your front office that can do that. He's a guy that I just listed the players to show you that he has a track record of success. He has a track record of identifying talent high in the draft and low and bringing in the necessary players for the Steelers to succeed. But last but not least, and this is the most controversial of the three, but he's a Hall of Famer as well. And I know it's going to kill some people because of the word obviously bad challenges and the fact that the Steelers have not won a Super Bowl every single year. But Mike Tomlin's a Hall of Fame coach as well. 133 and 74, 642 winning percentage. A couple of years ago in his first 11 years, 116 wins only behind Shula's 117. 15 and 8 in the playoffs. One-time Super Bowl winner. Two Super Bowl appearances, six six-time division champion, no losing record, eight ten-plus win seasons. So again, you've got the holy trinity of greatness in your building: franchise QB, Hall of Fame QB, Hall of Fame GM, Hall of Fame coach. When you see that that is going away very soon. And when you know how difficult it is to get all of those together. And you know that one branch of the triangle or corner or, I don't know, quadrant. I don't know what it is. Dave Schofield knows that. The Oracle's all-knowing, so he knows what that is. Uh, when one of those are is going, possibly the most important of them, the quarterback, you got to be in all-go mode now. Because of the three, the hardest to replace is the quarterback. The Steelers have had two franchise quarterbacks in their history, and they have resulted in six championships. So because you have one in the last two years of his deal, and I think he'll be 41 or 40 by the time, you've got to mortgage the future for the now. You've got to, hey, man, you hey, you got to be on the gas Full pet. I don't care what they do. I don't. I, I whatever they do. I want them to be as aggressive as possible. I love the Minka Fitzpatrick deal last year. Now it might not tie in directly with what I'm talking about, but I love the fact that they got out of their typical standard operating procedure, did something different, and got an All Pro player out of it. Be aggressive. Be ultra aggressive. The time is now because they've got the triangle that is absolutely critical to succeed. On top of that, the ownership group is fantastic. So if you throw a great ownership group, great coach, great GM, and a great quarterback, and when the quarterback is leaving within the next two years, you owe it to the fans, you owe it to me, you owe it to everybody to go app 
absolutely all in. Now, what will help them? And I don't want to go into the into the numbers and into everything else in terms of the cap. They need a salary cap sign to help them with their, they need a new collective bargaining agreement, not a salary cap sign, but they need a new collective bargaining agreement to help with their cup to, to help with their cap issues. Another thing on top of having the Hall of Fame three, Ben, Colbert, Tomlin, is for the first time in years, they have a championship defense. And the reason they have a championship defense is because their secondary is extremely good. They can defend the pass very well. Nelson and Hayden were very good. Minka is Minka. And Edmonds, I still feel, is developing. And there's a lot of upside because of his physical ability with Edmonds. So you finally have a secondary that can cover. Hilton is solid. Cam Sutton is solid. You finally have a really good secondary that complements that front seven. So even if you lose Bud Dupree, I mean, passing game is where it is. If you can cover it, you know, if you can cover, it kind of makes it all work right. If you cover right, it works right. I don't know if that's a song. It feels like it. if you cover right, it works right. If you cover, cover, it works right. See, it got me singing. I'm, I'm so excited. I mean, and you know why I'm excited? You know why I'm excited? I'm so excited because of the throw. I'm just going to call it the throw. Bionic Big B. When I saw Bionic Big B throw, I'm like, look, we got to go all in. Bionic Big B is back. Bionic Big B is back. He can throw. He looked in pretty good shape. So it's necessary, I think, in this draft, and I've talked about it. They've got to go all offense. They've got to get him all the weapons that he needs. They need to start averaging close to 27, 28 points a game. They've got to get that offensive average up. And they got to give him weapons, running back. They need an offensive lineman. I think in the second round, that's the pick they go. You want to give him a running back. You want to give him a wide receiver tight end. They need, they need all off. It needs to be all offense. If you want to go defense late, I'll give you that, but it needs to be all offense. I'll be disappointed if in the second round, the first pick is a defensive lineman. I'll be disappointed because I think they need to upgrade to their offensive personnel. Big Ben needs all the weapons that he can. But when you have Hall of Fame coach, Hall of Fame quarterback, Hall of Fame GM, some of the be the best ownership in football, Art two and your franchise quarterback is at the end, it's all now. You have got to mortgage your future for the now and go all in and try to get this Super Bowl in the next two years. Because once the three starts to break up, who knows where this goes? You just don't find Tomlins. You just don't find Colbert's. You just don't find Big Ben. And the Big Ben piece of it is the hardest to find. You just don't find these pieces. And when you have them all together and they are working on the same accord, you have to go all in, especially when the quarterback may not be there past 2021 or the coach and the GM is year to year. So they owe it to Steeler Nation to go all in. So let me go back through. 
uh, some of the comments. I'll start from the top. If you guys have a super chat question that you want to jump in, make sure you hit the dollar sign button. Please like the program. Uh, we got 12 likes. I think we got about 50 or 60 people in the live chat. Let's get some more people in the live chat. I know it's late on the East Coast. It's 1136, so I appreciate you guys rocking out with me. And if you guys are in the West Coast, you're just getting ready to get loose and go out. Because I know after I do this show, I'm having some cognac. And uh, so, hey, you know, I'm I'm 50. I'm grown. I'm from the north side. I'm about to have me some cognac, baby. No, I'm not having Hennessy. Don't stereotype me as an older 50-year-old black guy drinking Hennessy. No, I'm not drinking Hennessy VSOP. I do like Nas, the MC, one of my favorite MCs, but I'm not drinking Hennessy VSOP. No, I'm not. Actually, I'll be drinking some proper number 12. I'll be drinking some of that cognac as we exit the program very soon. So big up to Delta 9 MDA who celebrated his 50, 50th birthday. Big up to you, 1970 babies. Big up to you. Big up to moms. Moms is on the program. Big up to my mom. She says she loved the title of the program. We always got to big up moms. Um, I've already read some of the comments from Ali. Let me scroll through here. Mr. Big said, I have a feeling that the Steelers are going to go O-line in the second round. I, I do too. I do too. I think they need to get better on the interior of that offensive line and get more athletic. Unfortunately, I think that'll mean that Ramon Foster gets cut, but we'll see. And some of that will depend on if they sign a new collective bargaining agreement, because I'm hearing that the cap could jump to $233 million. If it jumps to $233 million, they got enough money to pretty much keep everybody. Um, Double HH says we need to go all in also finding the next coach and GM prospects this year and prepare to pull the trigger. QB situation will be hit or miss, but manageable if we have a killer running game. I don't know if he means get rid of the coach and GM this year. I think if you did that, you'd be terrible. Um, so I don't agree with that, but I do agree with the sentiment that they need to be all in. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris Lott said, it's not hard for Lance to crush butt naked and rob lyrically. You know it, Chris. If you guys want to hear me flow on the mic, go to YouTube, look up the song Just Rap and type in Just Rap and Swahili, S-W-A-H-I-L-I. And that is me rhyming. And I may put it on the super chat. Uh, I may put it on a, on the super chat so you guys can hear me. MC and flow and get busy because back in the day I, I still got skills now I'm not going to demonstrate them now but uh you know if you're a good MC you know a dope MC is a dope MC without a record deal all can see you know a little bit of KRS one uh so but 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 yeah I mean you know going back to just the general premise uh, of of the show I mean it, it it's it's now or nothing. Because it's too hard to get all of the pieces that I talked about in the building. Now, people might argue they should have had more success. And, you know, it's it's hard to win championships, but they've been pretty successful. I mean, they have been extremely successful with these three people in the building. I mean, I don't, I mean... 
I mean, yes, you might want them to be as successful as the Patriots, but the Patriots run that team up north. I mean, that that that's just, you know, that's historic stuff. I mean, it, it's really hard to replicate that. And it, it, if, if that's what success means to you, then nobody's going to have success. Um, let me jump back into some more comments. Um, Brad Jewett said, Juju Martavis, Bryant, Mike Wallace, Plaxico Burris, Justin Brown, Randall L., all big receivers, all Colbert draft picks, all great players. Or actually, I'll take that back. I might be wrong. I, I don't think Plaxico Burris. No, I think Plaxico Burris actually was a Colbert draft pick. If I get that wrong, let me know. Uh, Double H clarified and said, no, I mean, we need to find the replacements at GM and coach now since both of those guys are going out when Ben does. And hopefully those guys are on the team. Maybe it's Tara Austin. Maybe it's Matt Canada. Um, to Steelers, Pittsburgh's point, Tomlin is young, but he's old in football years. He's been around for a while and it's a grind. And, you know, I don't know if he is long for doing this after his franchise guy is gone. Plus, he has children that are going to college and playing football. And, you know, this takes a lot out of families. And he's been absent for a large part of it. Uh, so I don't know, you know, what his situation is, obviously. But I, I could still I could see him walking away from the game when his quarterback walks from the game. I mean, why not? You know, what else is there to prove for Mike Tomlin? I mean, he's I mean, I mean, he's not going to win six Super Bowls, obviously, and, you know, win more than Belichick or, you know, but I mean, he's had a fantastic career. I mean, I don't I don't know what else. I'm sure he has personal goals that he wants to accomplish, but I don't know how much more there is to prove uh, for him, you know, as a coach. But, yeah, I mean, right now where the Steelers are, especially because I think Ben is healthy. It, it's got to be all go mode. I mean, building for the future and collecting assets. That man, forget all that. Forget all that. You got an old franchise quarterback. You got a Hall of Fame coach, Hall of Fame GM. You got them all in the building for pay, possibly another two years. You've got to do everything. And if that means mortgaging your future, training guys, getting rid of draft, yeah, whatever. They need to do whatever. It has to be whatever, whatever. Whatever, whatever. And Steeler Curtin 95 wrote, Oh my God, you an MC? Am I an MC? Oh my goodness. You know, I'm definitely gonna have to uh you know uh post that that I'm an MC. I'm trying to do it in the live chat. Um try to do it in a way where my audio from YouTube won't play while I'm doing the show. So, but hold up. When I, when I get off the show, when I end the show, I will put the link in the show. Ryan Irwin said, we need a tight end. I want O-line in the first round, tight end in the second, and running back in the third. Because, like, when I say, you know, because, like, when I say mortgage the future, I'm saying, look, if you want to dip into future draft assets to get back into the first round, do it. If you identify a guy that you think is going to be a game changer and put you in a position to win a Super Bowl, do it. Absolutely do it. Like Linwood Lang says, if they need to move up to get Jonathan, do it. Do what you feel is best for this team to win a championship. And that if that means being ultra aggressive and getting out of your comfort zone to do that, that's what I'm talking about. Do that. Absolutely do that. And Ty, I am going to post it, but I don't want to 
Um, I don't want to mess up the audio, um, but I will definitely do that. I will definitely do that, and, and, and I will post that. But before we conclude the program, I want to give a big shout out to my daughter, Amiel Rebecca Williams. She was admitted to Spelman College. Spelman College is a historically black college in Atlanta, Georgia. We are immensely proud. Um, she was admitted today. And, uh, you know, I'm going to go ahead and cut the show a little bit short to celebrate with her, celebrate with the wife, celebrate with my pops. We are extremely, extremely proud of her. She continues to get into our universities. And so, you know, we are all, we, 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 I am a happy dad tonight. I'm a happy dad. That's why you hear the extra energy, you know, because doing this on Friday, sometimes I'm a little tired, but I'm energetic today. Uh, thank you, Kathy, for Reed, for the congratulations. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. But she, it, hey, the girl is grinded. She's worked hard and she is seeing her fruits. Um, I don't know about CMU, man. CMU is, gr CMU is super ridiculously high. So unless CMU wants to give me a tremendous amount of dough to do it, maybe you guys can get a GoFundMe for her to go to CMU and maybe we can make that happen. But with that, we're going to conclude the program. And as always, tune in tell a friend, and subscribe.